Hello and welcome back to the NovPod episode 12, Fun Farm part 2. I'm Owen Dorr, one of your co-hosts, and with me as ever is Duncan. Today we welcome back Rahul Banjapadier. He's one of the course directors of the FRCA Asleep Viva course. Aim of this episode is to teach you about some common anaesthetic drugs, how we use them, why we use them, and some interesting bits about them. The way we are doing this is via a bit of a game show format, which Rahul unfortunately took the lead on in the first episode, so we'll see whether or not I can claw back victory. Anyway, we'll have some jump-off points for you in the bio, and I hope you enjoy this episode. So welcome to today's iteration of the NovPod. We've taken a slightly different theme. We are planning to make drugs fun, uh, not in that way, for everyone. Owen has stepped away from his host microphone into the arena today, and he is taking on our colleague Rahul for the ultimate prize of the golden ET tube. That's why Uh, I came here today. Very fancy. So the other prize is the loser has to buy the other person dinner. Well, we're actually buying lunch because it's around 12 yeah. o'clock. So li- small print, small print. Hope you brought your A-game, Rahul. In context, if you're, if you're looking for an underdog story, I'm dyslexic and uh, I, I struggle with exams. And Rahul is the founder, is the creator, is the host, is the director of the... Is, CEO. Is the CEO of a sleep final Viva course. So this is real David versus Goliath stuff for guys. Uh, please note there are no points for sympathy. Oh. So, yeah. yeah, I can see you're going for the sympathy. Folks, <laughs> I don't think any of those terms quite apply to me, but I do. Um, yes, I am involved with the Asleep Final Viva course. Which is great because you're a very sleepy bloke. I am very sleepy. Yeah, I am a sleepy anaesthetist. Yeah, okay. <laughs> How will I beat Rahul so he's buying me lunch? <laughs> with, with a lot of luck, Owen. Rules of the game are you're going to have... 60 seconds to talk about a drug and you're going to get points for indications and uses of the drug gets you one point appearance of the drug gets you one other point dose concentration plus or minus dilution gets you a point the mechanism of action gets you a point you can have two pros of the drug Mm. which can get you up to two points for that section and two cons of the drug so that can get you up to two points and then a fact about the drug. Okay. That can either be fun or interesting, and it's going to be completely subjective. I will decide whether it's fun or interesting. And also, I believe we're getting minus two marks if you say inaccuracies, which we'll flag up. Vicious. So we're, we're going for the heavy. That is actually quite tough. And you'll also hear this. If there's over three ums, ers, pauses, or if there is a large inaccuracy, out, which is the chance for the opposer to steal, and then take the points for that round. Sounds good. Yeah. I'm looking forward to... On my trigger finger, Rahul. Other thing to mention is that this isn't an exhaustive list. This is us trying to introduce concepts to you. You may not have heard of Propofol or the fact it works, but this is to give you some sound bites so that you can understand why and how we're using the drug. Right, so we're going to start with a fun category we're going to have our anti-sickness medications. And we're going to have the first round. We're going to go to Rahul. We'll start Mm. you off. You have 60 seconds. You're going to talk about our beloved 
on Danzatron. Okay. Okay. 60 seconds on Danzatron. Go. Ondansetron is an anti-emetic drug used for prevention and treatment of post-operative nausea and vomiting, but it's also generalised treatment for nausea and vomiting in a lot of hospital settings. It comes presented as a clear colourless liquid in glass ampules in a 2 milligram per mil concentration normally found in the usual drug cupboard. And the usual dose for anaesthetics would be 4 milligrams intravenously. However, it can be given 4 to 8 milligrams up to 3 times a day, either intravenously or orally. It acts as a 5-HT3 antagonist, which has effects on the vomiting centres to reduce nausea and vomiting. Some pros of Ondansetron, it's widely available and familiar. It's an effective antiemetic. Some cons of Ondansetron, it can prolong the QT interval, so it can cause risks with long QTC syndromes. It can also cause flushing and constipation. I have no fun facts personally about Ondansetron. Okay. It's time. No fun facts. I think that deserves a buzzer. I, it's better than a bad fact. Okay. Okay. Uh, do you have a fact, Aaron, about Ondansetron? I, oh, I have a, a use that I had. It was probably my most used medication at a refugee camp that I worked at, as it, it comes in oral dispersible form, and you can buy that legally over the counter in Greece. Okay. It's a fact. Interesting. It's a fact. fun. Purely out of sympathy, I'll give her an half a mark for that. There we go. Yeah. Purely out of sympathy. Let's do the marking. Mark for indication, absolutely. Mark for appearance, very good. Dose was correct. I would just like to highlight four milligrams standard dose for an adult yeah. uh, of yeah. normal weight. Yeah. Then mechanism of action, you've got pros, widely used and available and effective. Um, I think that just goes to show how dry <laughs> on Danzatron is. However, no sedative effects is another pro. The cons you got, absolutely. And then, yeah, fact. Oh, I smashed it on the facts, but don't worry about that, mate. <laughs> no comment smashed on the facts. It's a strong, strong way to talk about it. Okay, perfect. So now over to Owen. So, Owen, you've got another antiemetic, cyclozine. 60 seconds, go. Cyclozine is another antiemetic. It is used in post op nausea and vomiting and the treatment of motion sickness. It comes as clear colourless solution, 50 milligrams in a mil. And you can give that as a dose IV or IM, or it can even be used orally. It's an antagonist at histamine. Its pros are that it's good for motion sickness, as I said. Cons is that it can cause a tachycardia. It can cause some... Um, <laughs> it's, hard, it's harder than you think. Okay, right. Okay, Rahul with the steel. You've got... 15 seconds left, and so we've Owen's just about covered the pros before he stumbled, so we'll start with the cons of cyclozine. Okay, ready, go. Okay, so cyclozine can cause quite a profound tachycardia. Repetition. It also... <laughs> he, he, I've already said that, he repeats it. Oh, I just thought we were starting the section. Oh, okay. starting the section again. Oh. I thought we were starting again from out. cons. Bleep yourself. 15 seconds left. Cons of cyclozine. Go. Cyclozine can cause quite a profound tachycardia. It also can cause pain on injection, and so it should be given slowly intravenously. Uh, and there's also potential for abuse as it can uh, cause hallucinations and emergence kind of, sorry, dysphoria and euphoria. Perfect. Time. Anyone got Again, a fact missed about out. cyclozine? Again, missed out the fact. Can I use cyclozine to claw back a fact point for ondansetron? Okay. Ondansetron is not effective for motion sickness. Mm. Mm. Okay. 
Moving on. I put a question. Clawing, mark, clawing. Yeah. I'm clawing now. I would, I would, I would, I I'd, I'd take your steel. Take the Clutching. steel you got. Take Clutching, the steel yeah. you got. Perfect. Okie dokes. Marking. So Owen, before the steel, you got indication, appearance. Important to say it's a tablet form as well if we're giving orally. Okay. The dose you got right. Mechanism of action. In an adult, obviously that changes for peds, yep. Absolutely. Pros, correct. And then you stumbled. The cons, exactly as you said, Rahul. I don't think we have anything. We don't fun really fact. have a fun fact no. about because it's just a very fun fact is it's there. Yeah. And you use it. Next. The last of our antiemetics. Ooh. So Rahul, you've got sixty seconds to talk to me about dexamethasone. Okay. Go. Dexamethasone is a an interesting drug because it's a corticosteroid, but in anaesthetic practice it's used for prevention of postoperative nausea and vomiting. Uh, it also has its uses as kind of generic to steroids medications. It comes presented as clear colourless solution in glass ampules in a concentration of 3.3 milligrams per mil and either as one or two mil preparations. And the most common anaesthetic dose would be between 3.3 to 6.6 milligrams intravenously in an adult. It acts via complex steroid pathways. Um, it I'm sorry, but he had three errors um, on that. I'm aiming. Yeah. He managed to get out the mechanism just before he got beeped, so okay. I'll give him that. You were and itching for that still, weren't oh, you? Oh, yeah. yeah. He was yeah. handed hovering over the bleep. Pros of dexamethasone. 23 seconds. Go. So pros is that it can be given IV without any significant issues. Another pro is that it covers glutocorticoids. Con is it doesn't cover the mineral corticoids. Another con is that it can increase the blood sugar, which is something that is not good for diabetics. Stop. I didn't get onto a fact. What's that? Any facts that you got there, Rahul? Just that if you give dexamethasone intravenously to an awake patient, it can apparently cause intense perineal burning and yeah, itching. So it's good. quite uncomfortable. And if you are going to give it in an awake patient, you should warn them of these symptoms. Or you should just wait until afterwards. That's a good, that is a good fact. I'll, I'll, I'll allow him to have that. Well, it was set out over the time frame and he got stolen. Oh, if you're going to allow him the point, Owen, that's very honourable of you. Well, half just, the point. Half the point. Owen the merciful to yeah. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Mm. When you're in the Thunderdome of knowledge, Owen, never, give, never show mercy. Okay. Going back over dexamethasone, so absolutely indications, uh, as you said, appearance, dose, correct mechanism of action we've we've brushed over it because we could there could be an entire podcast about that then you got stolen owen your pros you said you said it can cover glucocorticoid that's good i can't for the life of me i can't remember what you said first but it made me stop ticking it can be <laughs> you said it could be given IV. Yeah, without, <laughs> that's not a pro. Without problem. No, without a problem. problem. No. Dexamethasone is fairly safe to give, I think. I'm sorry, but that's a false conjecture. No. So let's just say, I think a good pro... I'll just say reduce stairway swelling, particularly after things such as prolonged intubation. And that's actually another use, use. of its treatment, especially exactly. in croup. Cool. Then we go on to the cons. I was, nailed this. Well, you said pro is it was had glucocorticoid effect, and then con it was it didn't have... Mineralocorticoid. Is that two separate points? Uh, no, that, that uh, is, that, that's two facts. Yeah, but I gave you one of those points. And then you said, yeah, absolutely, it can cause hyperglycemia, particularly in diabetics. So best avoided. Perineal yeah. burning fact is interesting, and you yeah, mercifully gave mark. Rahul a point. Half, no, it's a no, half no. Mark. Moving on. Done our antiemetics. We're on to our pink labels, our vasopressors. Just checking it's working for you, go, mate. No pressure then. 
Oh, and I'm going to have a no hand hover rule for you. I'm gonna, you have to have your hand off the buzzer. It's like the defibrillator. You don't hover your, exactly. don't hover your thumb it, over the button. Exactly. Don't know why you're hovering, because it's your go. Sorry, I forgot, because I stole your, your car. <laughs> yes. Owen, you have 60 seconds. Talk me through one of our favourite vasopressors. Metaraminol. Go. Metaraminol is an amine that is used to go on the alpha system to increase blood pressure and it can be used for perioperative hypotension but can also be used in the intensive care setting. It comes as a clear colour solution as 10 milligrams in a mil if you're drawing up into 20 mils so that it becomes 0.5 milligrams a mil but there are preformed solutions that are coming out to prevent drug errors so you normally use about 0.5 milligrams when you are uh, using it but it's always good to say to the consultant I want to give a mil of this are you happy? It's mechanism of action, I've mentioned it's alpha, but it's got no beta effect. So if you give it due to the baroreceptor reflex, you will get a bradycardia, which is why when you are giving it to a patient that's got a heart rate of 40, you need to think about what you're doing. Pros is that it is commonly used, so we, it's safe in our hands. Another pro is it can work within a minute. A con is the bradycardia that I've just described. And also the fact that you are having to likely draw it up, so you need to concentrate when you're drawing that's, it up. That's time. Okay. You're kind of through your structure to the wind a bit. Yeah, I, I came across the points, but yeah, anyway. Let's go through. You You started talking about it was naming, but then you got to the indication, which, as you said, perioperative hypotension and ICU, so that was good. Appearance, correct. Just to highlight, so you mentioned the preformed solutions, so you will sometimes find 5 mil vials, which are already diluted to... 0.5 milligrams per mil. Dose, absolutely correct. Mechanism of action, you actually started, stated at the beginning. You got the point for that. Pros, I gave you one point. Can I say another pro is that it can be given peripherally, which is, unlike some of the other vasopressors, yeah. is actually really important because it means you can do it on a cannula, which is why it's so widely used by us. Absolutely. Yeah. It's just a shame you didn't say that in your time. After yeah. the time. It doesn't oh, no. get you any points, I'm yeah. afraid. Yeah. Then the cons, absolutely, as you said, to reflex bradycardia. We've got here, may not treat the cause of the hypotension itself. Interesting. Have we got any facts? Have you got facts? Supposedly, it can be used to treat priapism. Oh. Definitely outside our area of expertise. Yeah. Okay, doke. So one vasopressor down, one to go that we commonly use. Yep, still working. <laughs> <laughs> so threatening. I'm going to have to sit you on the naughty chair. Rahul, you got 60 seconds on ephedrine. Ephedrine is a sympathomimetic drug used for treatment of perioperative hypotension. It comes presented as uh, 30 milligrams in one mil and glass ampules is a clear colourless uh, fluid for dilution with saline to 10 mils. So this ends up in a 10 mil syringe with a three milligram per mil concentration and a typical intravenous bolus dose would be three to six milligrams, so one or two mils of your solution. Its mechanism of action is indirect mainly whereby it displaces noradrenaline and adrenaline from nerve terminals, but it does have some direct effect on alpha and beta receptors. Its pros are its rapid onset and you can consider a potential pro is that it will increase the heart rate as opposed to something like metaraminol. Its cons are it will cause it will have tachyphylaxis with repeated use. So what this means is as you use it more and more on the same patient, its effects will start to wane and wear off and it may become ineffective. That's time.
do yes. have a fact. Can I be allowed time oh, for the fact? Yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah. So apparently the footballer Diego Maradona was caught doping with ephedrine in 1994. And I think quite a few athletes used to use ephedrine. Why? I think there's a few reasons. One is potentially as a dietary supplement for weight loss, but also as possibly bronchodilating. It's thought to have some performance enhancing effect for sprinters. Another con that can be very variable, the effect you have, and it depends on those, because we said it's a precursor that releases adrenaline, doesn't it? Noradrenaline, I mean. So it, if someone is very septic and they've already released quite a lot, you might find it doesn't have that much effect on them. So just ephedrine can precipitate a hypertensive crisis in combination with certain drugs. What I'll do for your answers, mate, is I'll edit the bit into the answer so it sounds like your answer is actually quite good you don't have to do that i so, don't need the sympathy points i mean i'll, I'll take my Sarsmaster. take my true score uh i think any editing will be met with severe punishment right of uh, answers i'm not going to go through the mark scheme because i think that was pretty thorough and we just the only thing that was lacking was some of the cons and we've gone over that so nice let's move on nice. interesting fact as well can i, I like get it. points even though it was outside no, the time no, no I, I have given you however i've given you minus half a mark because you went before i said go and I will not have my authority. I was just so keen to talk about ephedrine. We're done with vasopressors. Owen, we're on to our green labels now. Oh, yeah. Green for go. You have the gift of atropine. 60 seconds. Go. Atropine is a anticholinergic drug that is used in bradycardia settings, but is also used by our colleagues in ophthalmology. It comes as a clear colourless solution and 600 micrograms in a mil. With its dose, I'm going to quote the ALS, although you may get told a different dose by your anaesthetic consultant, is 500 micrograms in severe bradycardia to be repeated up to a total dose of 3 milligrams. It, I've already mentioned its mechanism of action. It's an anticholinergic. Pros is it has a fairly rapid onset. Another pro is that it can be utilised to help bradycardias. The pro is it helps the heart rate go up. We'll, we'll, you know what? Uh, I should have just gone straight past it. We'll come yeah. to that. So, Rahul, right. you've got the steel. You've got 13 seconds left. We'll go to the cons. Go. Cons include the fact that it crosses the blood-brain barrier, and so it can cause central cholinergic effects, such as delirium and agitation. Fun fact, uh, apparently Cleopatra and her times used some form of atropine or deadly nightshade to dilate her eyes. You went over with the fact time, but I gave you the mark. Yeah. Not enough time for the fun facts. Cool. So the mark scheme, Owen, indication, you got the key one, can also be used to help dry secretions and in the treatment of organic phosphate poisoning. I find that interesting. You got Shame you didn't say it. <laughs> dose you got, and I gave you an, a bonus half mark for quoting Resus UK ALS guideline dose because i think that is important that we differentiate a lot of doses based on sort of people's experiences but that's one way you can back yourself mechanism of action technically it acts by a competitive antagonism of muscarinic receptors there we are pros so you said it acts quickly effective as an antibiotic and again, reduces secretions so you've got one mark for that and then cons rather got the mark for the crossing of the brain barrier but it can also precipitate urinary retention right. good fact that's important nice. to know and then the cleopatra fact was very good what are the scores, Duncan? So, just started up the scores. It's quite close. It's respectably close. Owen, you have 22 points. Oof. But Rahul, just ahead, 24 and a half. 
Mate, it's close, that's, isn't it? That sympathy mark I gave you uh, put you out in front. Oh, yeah, I'm the no one going sympathy. for the sympathy marks. <laughs> no more sympathy from that. It's all, all about the steals, yeah. I think. No yeah. mercy. So our other green label drug, glycopyronium, 60 seconds, Rahul, go. Glycopyrrolate is an anticholinergic drug that can be used in anaesthetic practice to treat bradycardia to be used in conjunction with neostigmine as part of reversal of neuromuscular block and also as an anti-sialagog to prevent or to dry secretions. It comes presented as 200 mics per mil solution, clear colourless fluid in glass ampules, either ampules of 1 mil or 3 mil, so a 3 mil ampule would have a total of 600 micrograms of glyco in it. Typical dose would be 200 micrograms intravenously and this would normally work after 2 to 3 minutes. Its pros include it doesn't cross the blood-brain barrier, so it doesn't cause the central effects that atropine can cause, and it's also a very effective agent at drying secretions. Cons include it can lead to a very severe dry mouth, and it's not as effective for bradycardia as atropine would be. Fun facts include glycopronium was apparently licensed for treatment of underarm sweating. He's he's hit all the points. You were telling me something interesting about its charge earlier. The fact it's a quaternary amine rather than a tertiary amine means that it can't pass the blood-brain barrier as opposed to atropine, which is a tertiary amine. The other thing is be patient when you use it. So you might be there giving it. It takes two to three minutes really to start working. You need to be patient or you need to be using atropine if you need something that quickly. I was about to give you minus half a mark for giving me flashbacks to my primary FRCA pharmacology oh. revision. Cancelled it out because of your practical tip. So, so neutral score. Neutral mm. score for Owen barging in there. Perfect, yep. Anything all the marks. we missed? No, I think you got all the marks. Just if you're ever going to give it to a patient who's awake, just warn them about the dry mouth because it can be very intense. But very good. Well, patients can wake up with a very dry mouth as well, so it's worth just counselling them in recovery. Yep. Yeah. Cool. So, we're now moving on to our reversal agents, Owen. Let's reverse the scores now. Very terrible fighting talk, but we'll see if you can pull it off. I think you should have half a mark deducted just for that. No appealing to the ref. I will will not be swayed. Owen, you have 60 seconds on neostigmine. Go. Neostigmine is a neuromuscular blockers reversal agent. It's used in anaesthetics for non-depolarizing neuromuscular blockers, but it can't be used to reverse those that have been immediately given. It is a drug that's also used on ITU to clear someone's bowels out. It comes as its appearance as a clear colored solution, 2.5 milligrams, and it usually comes with 500 micrograms of glyco. That's the dose and concentration that you give a 50 kilo person. So you may need to up titrate it for someone who's larger. Mechanism of action is it is an anticholinesterase. So it stops the breakdown of neurotransmitters that then increases the amount that's about. That then means that the transmission of the neuromuscular junction occurs. Pros are that it is cheap and it is readily available and is well used with anaesthetics. Cons is that if it's not used with glyco, it will cause severe... That's time. Oh. I'll let you finish. Just carry on with the cons. If you don't give it with glyco, there's severe bradycardia, and there's also severe bowel motion. And <laughs> okay. a fun fact... No, I don't, I don't have anything. Do you have anything? 
Do we have a fun fact? <laughs> so much of this is about the bowel stimulation. The fact was the bowel stimulation, if not given with the anticholinergic. So if, oh, you, if it didn't have the glyco on board. I think the fun fact is that it is mostly underdosed in the world of anesthetics because they only give one vial, but that is only for a 50 kilo patient. I'm going to say, Rahul, you, you could have chimed in with a beep. I think towards, I was being towards the generous. mechanism, I think you were letting Owen talk. The indication, disclaimer, novices, please do not start suggesting to use neostigmine for constipation on ITU. It's quite an old school thing. Yes, it was used, but then ICU nurses will glare at you. Appearance, you got the mark. Dose, you got the mark. And the caveat of the dose was good. So about that body weight is very important. Pros, you got one of the marks. So you said it's cost effective. I think another pro is it works on all non-depolarizing neuromuscular blocking agents. Yeah. Saxomethonium just needs to wear off. That's the main one we use. Exactly. Yeah, cons? Uh, so the cons, so it can't be given immediately after an RSI, which or, you said. Which I mentioned already. Yeah. Yeah, I know. So you got yeah, the mark for I that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You really want that golden oh, ET yeah. So it can actually prolong the effect of saxomethonium if you give it. If not timed correctly, it can be inadequate reversal. Yeah. So you need to be wary with that. And that's quite interesting because uh, succinethonium is two acetylcholine molecules stuck together. So essentially you stop the breakdown of succinethonium. Yeah. Yeah. And the the other thing is it's because of its side effects, you need to give it in combination with an anticholinergic, which is why it's in combination with glycopyronium. Yeah. So just to be clear <coughs> for that, it's normally combined in the ampule. So you don't have to think about mixing and drawing up two separate agents unless there's a shortage. Well done. Uh, uh, other reversal agent. So Rahul, you have our favourite, Sigamadex. 60 seconds, go. Sigamadex is a gamma cyclodextrin that's used for reversal of neuromuscular blockade, specifically that's achieved with rocuronium. It comes presented as clear colourless solution in either 200 milligram ampules or 500 milligram ampules at a concentration of 100 milligrams per mil. The usual dose for Sugamadex depends on the indication, but typically two milligrams per kilogram, or after a rapid sequence induction, it would be given as 16 milligrams per kilogram to rapidly reverse neuromuscular block. Its pros include it's a very effective reversal agent for rocuronium, and it gives a very clear um, reversal. Also, it can <laughs> after, yeah, two pauses. I think that's right. fair. Yeah. Okay, okay. I won't be so generous next time, I mean. Yeah, so. yeah that's okay. Okay, so we, we got through the pros. So, Owen, yeah. you've got 14 seconds to do the cons and a fact if you have one. Ready, go. So, cons are that it can be associated with anaphylaxis and it can also eat up the oral contraceptive pill. So, you need to warn women about that if they're of childbearing age. Fun fact is it works like Febreze. Let's break it down. So, Rahul, before the steel, you got... Indication correct, appearance correct. I liked how you caveated that it's, it is in two different size ampules, so you, which you may not see depending on what's available. The dose, very important to demarcate with the, the two milligrams per kilo is if you have one to two twitches on your train of four. So there is a guide of if you have a different amount of twitches on your train of four, you should be giving a different dose. Um, and that's very well written about. Mechanism of action. You, I think we glossed over, but it basically just encapsulates the rocuronium molecule in the plasma, cause, basically nullifying it, causing concentration gradient, so it leaves the neuromuscular junction. Pros, absolutely, is very effective for rocuronium reversal. It can be used for an RSI with rocuronium. And the cons, Owen then stole. 
Um, good steel, by the way. Yeah, very good steel. The anaphylaxis and the hormone contraception, very good. And then, it, yep, it is cyclodextrin, which is also the same molecules for breeze. Raul got to have a more drugs than I had for the score, so I will take on the bonus drug. Oh, bonus what drug. the anaesthetist always uses, caffeine. Okay, you've set yourself quite the task here. 60 seconds. Talk to me about caffeine. So caffeine is used as the largest stimulant in the known world and can also be used in neonatal resuscitation. It has many appearances. It can appear in chocolate, it can appear in flat whites, and it can appear in espressos. The dose is usually one instant coffee is equal to 50 to 80 milligrams, whereas a large venti coffee with extra shot in it can be about 480 Mechanism of action is that it can release some calcium and inhibit phosphodiesterases. It can last as a half-life of six hours. So pro is if you take a flat white in the middle of the morning at about 5 p.m., you will have half that dose rendered. The cons is that it can cause you to be sweaty and increase your bowel motion. And the fun fact is that mocha is one of the places that it arrived from. You've got nine seconds. Do you want to go back to your pros, potentially? Okay, pros is it can get you more alert. It's been shown to increase your alertness. Cons is it increases your sweating. Time. Very good. I think my fun fact would be that Java is a place that the Dutch used to export caffeine out of, which is why Java is quite a famous name in the coffee brand. Could be. Is the mocha thing correct? So, the, the, well, the, the story of how it was discovered, whether it's a myth, I don't know, is that a, a shepherd noticed his sheep weren't sleeping, were very energetic, were able to travel further, and he realised it's because they were chewing this plant. So I think then it got uh, ended up for you. But I can't remember where it was, so maybe Mocha is where that happened. I also like that he said the known world. <laughs> There's like a lot of unknown worlds where they have some other stimulus. Well, you know, deeper the oceans. <laughs> the known right. world. Okay. okay, so let's, let's do the marking for, for Owen's caffeine attempt. Indications, yeah, I'll give you that. Appearance, you could, you could have gone on for 20 minutes about appearance, but I let you were very succinct, so very good. Dose was good. I liked the, the comparisons of size of coffee. Mechanism of action it was very thorough. There's a lot of actions that you can have. Which made me highly, what dopamine release yeah. well. well, it made me highly suspicious of what you were doing on your phone prior to giving me this answer, but we'll, uh, we'll debate that later. Your pr initial pro of how long the dose stays in your system is probably not a pro. Well, it is a pro because you, you take it and it lasts for a long time. But, okay. okay. Although it can turn into a con if you take it before you go to bed because okay. it's been shown to decrease your sleep effectiveness. Okay. Uh, I would say a pro is... It's delicious. It's delicious. Delicious. And also it makes you... It gives you, always gives you a small talk topic to talk about with your anaesthetic colleagues. That's true. Always. The cons, sweaty and bowel motions, Absolutely. And your fact was interesting. Nice. There we go. Okay, so, so we are about to go off for lunch. Rahul and me do not know who's paying. Yeah. So, Duncan, <laughs> who has the golden ET tube and who's picking up the bill? So, at the end of that the round, at the end of the show, it's very close again. So, Owen, you have 39 points. Rahul... 37 and a half. Oh. Point of controversy. Owen suggesting his own drug to be quizzed on. Oh, so we can debate true. that over lunch. However, that is Owen that is be heavily currently debated. the winner. 
are coming onto the golden ETT. Have I been able to claw back the victory from the jewels of defeat that I encountered in the first episode? So what are the final scores of the overall two episodes, Duncan? So it's closer than the end of part one, but not by much. Owen, very respectable score, 71 and a half. Mm-hmm. Rahul, definitely top of the podium there, 79 and a half. Oh. The inaugural golden ETT goes to Rahul. All right, well, congratulations, mate. Thank you very much, yeah. Novpod. I think that warrants a handshake, Owen. Do that it. does. Well, close. Well, close. Well, We're currently shaking yeah. hands. Congratulations again to Rahul for the win. However, if you go back to episode six, Fun Farm Part One, I believe there was some overly harsh marking from Duncan. I don't want to sound like a sore loser, but Duncan is now off my Christmas card list. However, that aside, in the bio we have got the RCOA drugs crib sheets, we've got a e-learning for healthcare module, and we also have the Oxford Handbook of Drugs for Anesthetic and Intensive Care, which we would recommend. So I hope you've enjoyed this. I hope you've been able to learn a little bit about either drugs or some fun facts around the drugs. And we look forward to seeing you at our next episode, which will be about completing the IAC well-being before we round off with our very own president, Fiona Donald, about life after the IAC. Bye for now.